You're listening to Let's Stay Together Anime Break, the subseries of Let's Stay Together where we talk about the 2019 anime Fruits Basket. I'm Ellen. And I'm Kayla. Oh, I just hit my microphone in my face. <laughs> Can't be trusted with this much space. <laughs> I know. I can, I'm can. i treating myself to recording outside of the closet today because it's fucking hot. <laughs> now I'm just running into stuff. <laughs> it's fine. I'll get used to it. <laughs> We're discussing uh, season two, episode 15 today, which is called See You Later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening. <laughs> We're going to do our summary, spoiler-free discussion, then spoiler discussion like we do every time. It's going to be a good time. This episode covered chapter 71 and 72 of the manga, and we cover this content in our podcast episode number 37, which was called A Result I Can Be Proud Of. Yay? Yay. <laughs> this episode opens at school. Yuki apologizes to great teacher Mayuko for his mother, for scheduling his parent-teacher conference. With a pat on the shoulder, she says it's fine, and she'll see him then. Tori steps out of the classroom and sees Yuki looking down and asks what's going on. He tells her about his mother changing the date, but it's already a miracle that she's coming anyway. Tori remembers Akito at the beach telling her that the Junishi will all return and remain unchanging. And she tells Yuki that the conference is meant for him to talk about his own future. So please, Yuki, you can do your best, she says. She also remembers Akito telling her not to meddle in things, and she's like, I'll do my best to meddle, and Yuki's like, huh? And then we cut to the credits. <laughs> <laughs> Classic tour. I enjoyed it very much, yes. <laughs> <laughs> At school, Uo discusses her future with her dad and Mayuko. Mayuko asks if she's interested in any job in particular, and she thinks back to Toru suggesting becoming a model and says as such, and Mayuko's like, well, don't just decide in the moment. Hana, too, has her meeting with her mom, and as for her goals, she simply hopes that she'll be able to graduate, and her mom is like, stay strong, Saki. <laughs> Did you notice that on her papers? <laughs> yes. <laughs> First choice, escape to a foreign country. Second choice, train to be a housewife. <laughs> <laughs> It's more entertaining because, like, at first I thought she had written that down, but later it implies that Mayu is the only one writing on these Yeah, they're like Mayuko's notes. Yes. (laughs) Because later in Toru, she, like, circles the thing. So, yeah, I guess Mm -hmm. this is what they said in their verbal discussion, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) And she's just like, okay, I'll just write that down rather than say anything. (laughs) She's just like, whatever. It's not worth arguing. (laughs) Meanwhile, in the hallway, girls are squeeing about the hottie who is visiting with Toru. Mayu-chan sensei might fall for him, they say, and it turns out that it's Shigure Soma that they're referring to. Maiko's grunt and grimace at his arrival is indeed just what Shigure was hoping to see. <laughs> As they take their seats with the brightest and fakest possible smile, Maiko thanks Shigure for coming. You're so thoughtful, she says. And with an equally fake and sparkling smile, Shigure says, Ha ha, not at all. I just did what anyone would do, and somehow through all the pleasantries, an icy wind seems to blow from where Shigure and Maiko are sitting on their side of the table. Maiko asks about Toru's plans to work straight away, and she confirms that she doesn't want any further education. She remembers the promise she made to her mother. Maiko asks if she'll be leaving Soma-san's, as she calls Shigure's house, after graduation, and Toru confirms this too. Why not become my wife then? He suggests, and Toru's like, eh! Maiko face palms, and Shigure says that people keep telling him to settle down. That won't do, Maiko says, slapping on a fake smile again. A proposal is important to a woman, so don't ask so casually. That might be why you can't get married. What's this? Are you the type who still idealizes marriage proposals, Sensei? You'll waste away your marriageable years like that, Shigure says. The ice storm between them seems to blow stronger. (laughs) What is this diamond dust? Toru wonders, and Maiko snaps her out of her icy thoughts and tells her that there's still time for Toru to to reconsider her plans if she wants. With a soft smile, she also tells Toru, don't try to bear everything by yourself. Shigure has to speak to Mayuko alone, and Mayuko grimaces, and Toru is like, but, but the diamond dust! And Shigure is like, you're not making any sense, and pats her head. Toru, 
<laughs> Toru then excuses herself. And after she leaves, Shigeru says that he's fallen for Mayuko again after seeing her teacher's side. And she's like, you're just here to spite me. You're even wearing Hitori's suit. And he's like, bingo, I'm surprised you recognized it. Must be the power of stubborn love. He reminds her that if she and Hitori get married, they'll be related, which is, of course, a horrifying thought to Mayuko. <laughs> <laughs> she has something to say about Toru. You need to treat her with more care. She's reasonable, but she can't bear everything herself. I can't tell you how much you know, Shigeru says. A relative told me the same thing. He remembers Rin asking if people are just things to him. Whatever it seems, I'm treating her with exceptional care, despite being me. I meant you at your core, Mayuko says, and he's like, impossible. You can't expect any- You can't expect more with my personality. It's not even my job in the first place. Mayuko glares. You're probably not kind to those who you love, either. Huh. Shigeru smiles a wry smile. Honda, please don't figure out what this guy's really like, she says, and Shigeru's like, hey, you, look, you talk like a evil incarnate. Outside, Hana and Uo find Toru spacing out. She tells him that she's worried about the future, but thinks, no, it's not that, and thinks of her mom leaving her alone as a child, of her mother dying, and of Kyo. Those thoughts get closed into a box that disappears into dark water. The lid. The lid! <laughs> Uo says that she's worried about the future, too, and Hana, too, was asked to graduate. Dude, that's the minimum expectation, Uo says. <laughs> They tell her not to overthink things. It's a waste of the present moment. Toru remembers Shigeru giving her the similar advice. You're right. It's like Soman, right? Toru says, and Uo's like, is that a joke? And Toru explains that it was something that Shigeru said before. Take a break and eat Soman with once in a while with your friends. She says that she feels better. Uo tells her not to trust the writer. That one's pretty black inside. He's twisted, but the words have no effect on Toru's perception of him. Hana notices Shisho coming in with Kyo. Toru says that it's Kyo's dad, and Uo's like, seriously, they don't really look alike. He's so handsome, Hana says, and Toru and Uo are like, huh? <laughs> I like how she says nothing for like two seconds, for like, yeah. for, for like a whole minute, and then that's what she says. It's great. Inside the classroom, Mayuko counsels that Kyo should have a general idea of what he wants to do with his life. He struggles to talk about it. She shows up in and says it's hard to imagine him as a college student or a working adult, and they chuckle about it. After the meeting, Shisho says that adults have no right to tell their children what to do, just the right to worry about them. Think it over. It's fine if it takes you twice as long as others. I want to know your answer, he says to Kyo. She shows best dad. He is the best dad. It's the best <laughs> possible answer that anyone could give. <laughs> Such little time left, Kyo thinks. Then he thinks of Toru. I want to be by your side. I can't think of anything other than that. Uo suddenly lobs her shoe at Kyo's face and it catches it out of the air before it hits him. Toru claps wildly and Uo is like, you're just Kyo. I can't believe that you had the nerve to catch that. Jerk Uotani, he says. Uo says they're headed to Shigeru's for a soman party, and Kyo smiles warmly. At home in the evening, the kids prepare soman, and Yuki's like, eh, Hanajimashan likes Shihan? I'm unsure of how I feel about having an older child, she says. <laughs> and Kyo grumps at the table, and Uo pats his back. That'll work itself out, right? She says, and then slaps him. <laughs> <laughs> like, aggressive reassuring I laughed, <laughs> I laughed out loud <laughs> when she slapped his back at the end. <laughs> it was like, pat, pat, smack. Like, it was wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Not so fast, damn it, Kyo says, and Shigeru is like, wait, doesn't it matter how Kazuma Dono feels? Kyo looks over at Toru and smiling and thinks, even though nobody knows the answer yet, graduation until that day. We see a flashback to what I assume is slightly earlier, like several days earlier, in the darkened hallway. Yuki talks to his mother on the phone about rescheduling his parent-teacher conference. He remembers living in the main house as a child. As my mother spoke with her usual coldness, all those feelings from the past surge back. I'm sinking. I'm falling, he thinks. Everything turns dark. At school later, it rains. He meets his mother for his parent-teacher conference. Dead-eyed, he remembers begging her to take him away from the Soma house as a child. I don't like that room. Akito says all these scary things. His mother speaks casually, laughing with another woman who seems to be one of the maids. I want to go home. Mom, help me, Yuki begs. She turns around, 
pats his head, and says, How wonderful it is that the head of the family is taking a liking to you. Make sure you keep getting along. Okay, bye-bye now. This is the scariest episode thing in, mm-hmm. in all, these, all of these episodes that I've seen so far. I was like, oh my god, I can't. <laughs> in the present, his mother gets out of the car, and Yuki coughs. During Yuki's conference with Mayuko, his mother doesn't want to waste time. Yuki will be continuing his education. She already knows what colleges he'll apply for. He's expected to become a leader in the family in the future. Wait, Yuki says, when did, why did you decide for me? You mean I kindly made these decisions for you, she says. Ma'am, Mayuko says, but his mother doesn't stop. Well, Yuki's mother says, you're not able to decide anything on your own, right? You never had your own opinions. Be quiet if you're just going to be defiant. Ma'am, please stop now, Mayuko says. You're saying something very illogical to your child right now. What do you mean? His mom says with a chuckle. Yuki sweats and struggles to say anything as they go back and forth. His mother goes on to be an asshole to Mayuko, essentially. He remembers (laughs) discussing attending school with his mother. She gaslights him about his feelings about hating the Somas. And he remembers again asking her to save him from the main house as a child. Am I your tool? He says in the memory. What does it matter? She says. And she gets angry and tosses the magazine she's reading down. Enough of this. I've had enough foolishness from Ayame already. That other family's taking a liking to you. What more do you want? My words hold no meaning or power and die before reaching you, Yuki thinks and cries. I remember thinking that if that was the case, I never wanted to speak again. Fortunately, in the present, Ayame suddenly arrives bearing a large bouquet of roses. Not to worry, Yuki, your brother who holds you most dear now graces you with his presence. <laughs> Yuki, Yuki and Ayame's mother gets up and screams at him, wanting to know what he's doing there. Ayame ignores her and gives Mayuko the roses. I offer these with respect, he says, and Mayuko's like, uh, thank you. <laughs> Tapping on the table with his hand, he demands, Let us begin the conference at once! And their mother is furious. Ayame says, Would you be quiet? We must discuss precious Yuki's future. I didn't realize that mom was so bad at handling Ayame, Yuki thinks, while Maiko sniffs a rose and waits for the drama to subside. <laughs> his mother protests that Ayame didn't care about Yuki before. I can depend on him, Yuki says. He may be ridiculous sometimes, but he's not useless. Ayame whips out his phone to let Hitori know, Yuki stops him. Not to worry, I'll send a text, Ayame says. <laughs> their mother wonders when they got so close, and Ayame says Yuki gave him a second chance. You're like how I used to be, he says, not realizing how much you've trampled on things precious to you. Deeply offended, their mother heads for the door. I wish I'd never given birth to you, too, she screams angrily and leaves. Yuki remembers Toru saying, please do your best, and goes to talk to his mother. He thanks Ayame for coming to the meeting. Ayame starts to narrate his text to Tori, and Maiko says that she didn't think he'd make it once the date was changed. He says that Shigure told him about it. They discuss Yuki and Ayame's mother. It's Ayame's failure that causes his mother's expectations to fall on Yuki, he says. But he said he could depend on you, Maiko says, and Ayame smiles a bright smile. Yuki catches up with his mother in the hallway and tells her to wait. He grabs her shoulder and wonders, was she always this small? And he thinks about how she deserted him at the main house in the past. She says that his life is going to be a waste if he, does, if he continues like this. I'm alive in this world, Yuki says, and I want to be part of it. I need to put in the effort. I want to put in the effort. The end result may not be something that you approve of, but to me, it will be something that I can be proud of. So please don't decide what my life will be. I'll continue my education, but I'll decide where I apply on my own. His mother leaves without saying anything more, and Yuki breathes a sigh of relief. He sees Toru standing in the hallway. She's been waiting for him. Now suddenly runs up from behind him in the other direction and says the student council's been looking for him. He grabs Yuki's hand and pulls him away, and as they pass Toru, they both smile. See you later. Yuki says to her. See you later, she says. Toro unties the ribbon that she's wearing, the one that Yuki gave her at the onsen. The lingering chilly wind after the rain clears means that winter's on its way, she narrates. But the warmth in my chest proves that the light surely burns. Even though it's so tiny that it might go out with a slight puff of air, it surely burns. And then we cut to the end credits. But after the credits, in the student council room, Kimi stares in awe. Kakiru grabs a yame and praises him as the one born to be the commander of the, student, the school defense force. 
I may do just that, Ayame says with a chuckle. Nile shakes with rage and says, do something about him, to Yuki. Machi peers in the doorway behind them, then silently slides away. Maiko chats with Tori on the roof. He says sorry for the trouble, and she says, you have it rough all the time, and that's the end of the episode. <laughs> I was about to be outraged when we cut the credits without this scene. <laughs> I think I had seen... I don't. No, 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 I hadn't seen anything from it before I watched it. <laughs> I was just like writing furiously. This was like an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, episode's done. And then I was going through the credits or going, went through the credits listening for the thing, the next episode. And I was like, oh, yay. Yeah. I was like, how dare. <laughs> how dare they remove my scenes with my two favorite characters? How dare. <laughs> I was Machi just noping out. That was hilarious. She comes in. <laughs> I don't remember if she was even, I don't think she was even in that. I think you see her just kind of like against the wall. There. Yeah, but, like the animation of her like coming in and then just immediately yes. sliding back out of sliding back out of frame. <laughs> I know it's wonderful. I agree with those feels. I feel like I am that person. It's yeah. like you kind of come to a room and things are happening. You're just like bye. Yeah, <laughs> just say nothing. <laughs> yeah, noping out. Mm. <laughs> oh, it's <was> wonderful. <laughs> I like how when Ayame came in, um, their mom just like jumped away. Also, mm-hmm. like she was like. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I was like how they had like a single rose petal fall to the floor, like announcing his presence before, he, before, before the, the door camera turned open? around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like as the door opens, like a rose petal falls down. Like you just see like his feet in the petal before he starts talking. <laughs> Ayame always has a dramatic introduction that normally starts with his feet. I don't know why that yeah. is. But yes. We sh- okay. Let's discuss. <laughs> so I want to just go through an order because we have... I, I, I feel like we don't talk get to talk about Uo and Hana that much other than like uh Uo and and convenience store man. Mm-hmm. But they get this little moment here where they they get to talk about their future. So mm-hmm. I love how Hana I think we kinda of talked about it already, but Hana has these like she's like, I just wanna graduate. Yeah. <laughs> Set the bar low. Yeah. <laughs> They're all like talking about like pressures and anxiety in the future. She's like, Yeah, people want me to graduate. They're like, dude. <laughs> I love the way they translated. I don't remember how it was in the manga, but I loved how it was like, dude, that's the minimum. Like, yeah, <laughs> the lines really, was really funny. Mm-hmm. I forgot that they um, Toru. I remember they go and have like dinner, or they go and have yeah, they go have food together. But like, and the scene where they're talking about Hana liking Shisho. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I forgot that Toru was like, yeah, Soman, and Toru mm-hmm. was like, is that a joke? Like, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, and then <laughs> she it's cute that she's, remember we have seen from the past that she didn't have a good relationship with her dad before, so now like mm-hmm. her dad is there, and she's like, oh, I'm like worried about his salary and whatever, and he's like, hey, which is funny, but yeah, it's sweet that uh, she's concerned, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cute. They seem to have a decent relationship right now. Yeah, like, it seems like. Because she even says like, that like he's like, you know, telling her to like think more seriously about her future and mm-hmm. stuff, and so like, which she says in like a casual way that seems like he's not like. Like, it's not, like, a bad thing. It's just, like, a normal parent thing. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, not like yeah. Uh, Yuki's mom. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, but she says she <laughs> wants to be a model or whatever. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's, what, that's what Toru told her after Kyo's... I like how Kyo, like, inceptioned that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we saw, I think it was last episode, where they're walking along, and he's like, what does she want to be so tall for? Does she want to be yeah. a model? And Toru's like, that'd be great. <laughs> I feel like years later he's gonna like turn on the TV and she's gonna be there and he's gonna be like I've made a mistake. <laughs> He'll turn on the TV and see an ad for like toilet paper and it'll be her because. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
or she'll become like a famous supermodel i don't know yeah is that is that in another well never i don't know <laughs> <laughs> anyway but they're cute so they get their little moments mm-hmm. and they reassure uh, reassure toru toru's yeah. again reestablishing her commitment to um working after school but she has this after the conference she has these sort of like that dark dark memory of her mom and her mom Mm -hmm. the one we saw in the last episode of her mom leaving and then also her mom dying and then also kyo kind of wrapped all up in that together her fear of abandonment i guess Mm -hmm. which is kind of interesting because like i think i guess in the last episode they also it kyo was also included in that um like like after that right i forget Mm -hmm. yeah i think he kind of like became included in it by the fact that he came to her after like she was freaking out and so Mm -hmm. i think that probably kind of combined everything in her mind a little bit because like we know she's yeah she has all these anxieties about uh, her mom that we're still don't have the full picture of but Mm -hmm. it's like starting to come to light and we know she's you know now knows about uh kyo being uh, locked away after graduation so Mm -hmm. that's starting to become something she's worrying about so yeah they're him showing up at that time helped to kind of <laughs> wrap them all up into one big messy anxiety yeah. ball. Quote unquote helped. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, of course, one big anxiety ball. And the we got the the same imagery of the box with the lid kind of clo- actually like enclose like closing on those memories and then like disappearing down into the dark water. I feel like we've seen the like we've seen the same imagery before but not like this mm-hmm. where it's like Toru, like, almost, like, trying to purposely, like, close up those feelings in, yeah. like, in a box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we've, we've seen, like, the box at the bottom of the sea or whatever, but... Uh... <laughs> Bury your feelings at the bottom of the sea. It'll definitely yes. work. That's how it works. <laughs> Find the box that's anxiety and crush it. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it off is a great song. That's exactly the, the metaphor. Yes. <laughs> that's her i don't know that's kind of her deal we're seeing it evolve more and more it started at the beach when she was thinking about her mom and now it's sort of expanded to kind of like, it started with hero being a little jerk yeah <laughs> the little dick and then <laughs> started i mean i think it started before that when because mm-hmm. like she's always had yeah i think it's always been there but like I, that comment is the first thing that made her really start to consciously think about it and now she's having trouble uh putting it back in the box as it's it were. really uh, a catalyst <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, all the time before, after her mom died, I think she was just focused on, like, you know, just, like, making it Getting through. by, yeah. yeah. I mean, she lived in a fucking tent. Let's mm-hmm. let's not forget. <laughs> like, and trying to just, yeah, get get through the day. And um, yeah. now it seems like enough time has passed that, like, she's starting to think about some of those feelings. And then her, all her, like, relationship with the Somas are also stirring that up. Like, especially Kyo. And his yeah. how he'll be confined. Getting going down the dark path. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I guess we have been all this time, but <laughs> yeah. Toru's like it's a uh, romance comedy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> turning into animals, and it's cute. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. It's my favorite romance comedy. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's then we have. Um, so there's the big scene after with, um, well, there's with Kyo, we should talk about Kyo's and then we'll talk about Yuki's because the rest of the episode kind of revolves around Yuki. Yeah. So of course Kyo has, isn't able to really think about what he should do in his future because he's going to be confined. So it doesn't really make 
At least as far as he thinks, I think. Yeah. It seems like Shisho has other plans, but mm-hmm. Shisho doesn't think... He doesn't act like that's going to happen, I guess. Um, hmm. I mean, I think he's yeah, determined like, not to make that happen, but... Yeah. And, like, like we know Kyo thinks like this, but I think the way he, like, talks in that scene, it's, like, it's obviously, like, he can't even, like, comprehend the idea <laughs> of, like, thinking about a future for himself. Like, yeah. Like, he's very, like, future? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's that word? Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, he doesn't even... Yeah, he can't really think about it, and he, he, yeah, he, I, like, almost deliberately chooses not to, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I feel like for this, in this meeting, he's like, he doesn't even really know what to say. He's not even like, oh, I haven't thought about it, or I'm not sure. It's just, like, nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's really sweet how, like, like, Cosmo and Mayu obviously, like, both realize, like, how freaked out he is about the idea and kind of, like, mm-hmm. change the subject. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, like, he, she shows, like, oh, it's hard to imagine him, like, ha- you know, what he's going to do after school. And she's kind of, she just, like, chuckles and rolls with it, mm-hmm. which is nice, yeah. actually. Mm-hmm. Great teacher Maiko is a great teacher. Yeah, she's, <laughs> yeah, we don't see her, like, being a teacher very much, but these scenes, like, really show that she's a really good teacher. Because, like, she's obviously, like, very open and understanding to, like, the different circumstances all the kids are in. and. Mm-hmm. It's like encouraging them to think about their future, but not putting too much pressure on them. Mm-hmm. Being like, you still have time to change your mind. And mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the way that she counsels all of them. Like, especially mm-hmm. Toru and then later Yuki, because she's super sassy to Yuki's mom, which always makes me smile because she mm-hmm. fucking deserves it. But yeah. <laughs> she's like, can you not? Like, you're being an asshole mm-hmm. to your child. Yeah. Well, at least with, with Toru, she's like, I, I'm sure she... I mean, she's aware of Toru's, like, circumstances, so she's like, you still have time, and, like, you can get scholarships and stuff, like, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to not have a, a, a further education because yeah. you're in this situation, so that's nice. Mm-hmm. And also, it's not set in stone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, like, just a nice of, like, you know, making sure they know they have other options, but not, like, trying to pressure them into, mm-hmm. like, what she thinks would be better or whatever for them. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, we'll say, we'll go with uh, what you're saying for now, but, you know, keep your mind open. There's other options. You don't have to commit. We'll go with escape to a foreign country for now. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's very nice. Yeah. But yeah, and then of course, yeah, we said Cosmo gets best dad award for being like, Mm -hmm. it's not, I always like appreciated this line when we read it through this time where he's like, it's not, it's not parents like right to tell their kids what to do, but it is their right to worry about them, which is cute. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't really care. Just, like, I want you to make the decision for yourself. Like, I don't care mm-hmm. how long it takes. You don't have to know right now. But yeah. It's very sweet. Mm-hmm. It's good dad. Yeah. It's a nice... Apparently, smexy dad, because... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you were going to say something sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, it's a... Like, I think Cosima... Like, us seeing Cosima's, like, conversation with Kyo is just a really good contrast to everything with Yuki's mom mm-hmm. later on, cause... Yes. It's like the complete opposite of that. <laughs> yeah. I know. Well, I guess, good segue. Let's talk about Yuki's mom. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we could talk about, I mean, they just have the little thing where they make food, and then I love how yeah. Yuki's like, what? Hanajima? Like, like Shihan? Which is always really cute <laughs> to me. It's like yeah. when he was so, um, his delicate sensibilities were offended when he saw Rin and Haru kissing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that scene always makes me chuckle, too. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, they're all, like, talking about it, like, it's a set thing. Yes. And, like, Shigeru's the one who's like, doesn't Cosmo get a say in this? No. 
again, I really enjoyed. We were just like slapping him on the back. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I love that we haven't really seen too much of it until this episode lately with the like Uo and Kyo's like weird aggressive friendship. Yes. <laughs> we haven't seen them very much lately because it was all like Beach and like mm-hmm. other um, Soma family and tour stuff. Like we haven't seen Uo and Hana that much. And also Student yeah. Council. Like they're not mm-hmm. in those episodes very much either, right? Yeah. So we have that like the back slapping and her like throwing her shoe at him for yes. no reason and being offended that he caught it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love how she's like, you're just Kyo. How dare you? <laughs> so wonderful. He just like grumbles that she's a jerk and then like doesn't do anything else about it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good. Let's talk about Yuki and all his sad, sad things in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's like this running theme throughout. It starts with Yuki remembering again, like his, because um, it kind of like opens with him apologizing to Maiko about mm-hmm. his mom rescheduling. Then that kind of gets pushed aside for a bit, and then all during the second half of the episode, he he remembers the initial conversation, I guess, on the phone. So it seems like it goes back a little bit, and then he mm-hmm. remembers all the times. I think we've seen him confined in the main house. They show it in more and more detail in these recent episodes, I think. Yeah, we've definitely seen stuff about him being like locked in the room because, like, even in the like that recent the Rin and Haru episode had mm-hmm. the whole like framing of. That's right. Like Haru sneaking in to visit him. That's right, yeah. Right, right, right. (laughs) We've seen Akito be, like, um, saying, like, the world is... uh, I'm trying to remember exactly what... During the beach arc, he had these memories where Akito was like, you know, the Mm -hmm. world is... Is there's you don't have a reason to hope for anything or whatever and yeah yeah that that like that like don't misunderstand yes that yeah exactly so that's what his he was telling his mom trying to tell his mom about to get him to get her to help him and Mm -hmm. she's when she turns around and she's like oh isn't it great that the head of the family likes you I was like this is like the Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is like I don't know it was really freaky to me yeah it's just like I mean because. Like, he's explicitly, like, begging for help. Like, it's not even, like, a thing you could in any way think, like, oh, she just doesn't, didn't get what he was saying. It's, like, he's explicitly saying, like, I want to go home, mom, help me. And Uh she's just like, oh, it's so nice that you get along. Bye. What? Yeah, see you later. Mm -hmm. And just, like, trying to straight up, like, I don't know. Is it, it's just, like, Mm -hmm. denial. It's, like, beyond gaslighting. Yeah, and, like, the (laughs) animation of her, like, patting him on the head is, like, pushing him away. Like, yes. He also remembers the time later when he's talking about uh, applying to the high school and he's like, I've always hated the Somas. And she's like, what are you even talking about? Like trying to, again, like keep gaslighting him. Mm -hmm. And he says like, um, my, if I, my words don't like, don't read you. And like, I just, if I, you know, if, if it doesn't mean anything, then I like would never want to speak again or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Depressing. I think there's some really nice, um, Really nice, like, effects in the, like, in the anime that they did to, like, show how, like, uh, Yuki's feelings of, like, like, isolation and panic with regard to, like, his mom and his memories here. Like, even just, um, like, when it ended the first phone call with his mom, it had that, like, loud dial tone for a couple seconds. He's just, like, holding the phone. Afterward, yeah, he's just, yeah. like, holding the phone and just had that, like, loud dial tone, which is, like, for a couple seconds before it transitions. And, like, the way the, like... Like, while he's, like, panicking and trying, struggling to say something, but, like, can't do it. And how that, like, the table seems to, like, stretch out. And Mm -hmm. he, like, keeps flashing to his face and everything. Like, I think it did a really good job of, like, getting his, like, just 
panic in across his yes his anxiety about the situation does come across very clearly that Mm -hmm. the scene with the table stretching it's like yeah it goes back and forth between like what his his mom and his mayako are like arguing and mayako his mom and his mayako is that i said yes (laughs) (laughs) his mom and mayako are arguing about (laughs) and then back and forth to him where it's like him in his head and then them and the table kind of like stretching like it's like out of Mm -hmm. reach for him almost too Mm-hmm. he keeps being like say what like say what you're thinking like it's hard to say what you want to say and stuff mm-hmm. um and then yeah the but like even when his mom shows up he his eyes are like it's sort of that dead-eyed expression and then when mm-hmm. after the memory and she gets out of the car he does a little like cough because if mm-hmm. you remember if you have been watching for a while and maybe you don't remember but he has like asthma he had asthma as a child mm-hmm. so it seems like it's like something that happens when he's stressed yeah yeah yeah, I always thought that was a nice detail. Yeah, I'm glad too. they kept it in the anime. Yeah, just the little cough. Mm-hmm. And st- the tension starts to rise. Yeah, because like, they talk about how like it's gotten better as he's gotten older, but like those are the kind of things that like stress can like bring it back on. And so mm-hmm. it's a, just kind of a nice little indication of like how bad this is for him. Yeah. Especially since we've spent like a lot of this season focusing on him. Yes. Like, you know, taking chances and growing as a person and everything. So it's kind of like a... That thing where, like, uh, like sometimes if, like, people had bad childhoods, if their, like, parent comes back, they can, like, instantly revert to that, mm-hmm. like, feeling of helplessness. And so. For sure. Mm-hmm. But it also gives him a new perspective on her when Ayame comes, too. Mm-hmm. And when he catches up with her later, he's like, was, did she always, was she always this small? Like, you know, like, the perspective of growing up is that you realize that your parents are also just people, as, as yeah. opposed to being, you know, super, like, powerless against them mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Yeah, because he, like, even talks about that, like, when he's saying, like, what she always this small, he said, like, the feeling of, like, when he was little and mm-hmm. felt like he got abandoned by her, he said, like, he felt like, like, that was the end of the world, because, mm-hmm. like, because, like, you know, your, your mom, your parents are, like, the most important things in your life for your childhood, mm-hmm. at least they're supposed to be, yeah. Yeah, they should yeah. be, but, like, he, it's funny how he, he also is, like, she can't, even she can't control Yame, and, like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I like the specific phrasing they used in the anime of uh, this translation of like, like was she always this bad at handling Ayame? Because mm-hmm. like we've part of like Yuki and Ayame's thing has been like Yuki is like, <laughs> like learning to deal with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like, like as a person, like they're learning to feel like they figured each other out, yes. which is like something that their mom takes notice of. But at least like the phrasing of like was she always this bad at handling him like yeah he's like he's like i figured it out yes <laughs> it definitely implies that she's very like distant i guess mm-hmm. i like that i mean ayame also like chastises her for being like you know yuki yuki is like this because or like our relationship is like this because yuki gave me a second chance and you haven't mm-hmm. you haven't tried to you know like take advantage of that basically basically yeah. so it's like you're he said like you're trampling on the things that are are precious to you Mm-hmm. trampling on things that are precious maybe not to her but <laughs> yeah i would argue that at least <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah they're able to get along because they they take the time she obviously doesn't care about either of them i mean that's why she mm-hmm. doesn't really understand ayame either she just like writes him off that's the implication yeah. so but yeah but ayame came in the end and i think saved that the day. saved the day i think also <laughs> gave him the confidence to go after his mom too mm-hmm. like he was able to speak up about not about himself but about ayame and kind of defend him actually to his mm-hmm. mom it's like yeah he's yeah kind of weird, kinda, but <laughs> yeah it kind of gave it like like a step of distance that allowed him to like start talking because he's like mm-hmm. like he's like i can't make myself defend myself but 
I can, defend you know, Ayame. defend Ayame. Mm-hmm. And then, like, that makes him able to get the confidence together to say what he needs to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And after she runs away, too, or, like, she leaves, too, then mm-hmm. it's the same. Like, he kind of has the a bit of the upper hand in the conversation, right? He's not the one who, like, ran off. Like, yeah. <laughs> So he can talk about how he feels and like let her know that he's going to make his own decisions in life and stuff. And she just has no reply and leaves. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a successful conference? Question mark. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do like how Ayame <laughs> brings her flowers. Yeah, did they? He did make the joke in the anime that he was asked. He asked Yuki. He said that he was going to come to Yuki's conference and asked if he should bring flowers before. And I think so. Did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love him being like the speech about like. It's like for being like a good educator and like giving Yuki the fantasy of having a female teacher or whatever, and she's just like, yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> well, they know each other as yeah. we as stated, right? So, mm-hmm. and it's even implied that they colluded in him coming to the conference mm-hmm. as well. So, yeah, yeah, I think they're. Uh, I think it was fairly clear in the manga, but I think mm-hmm. the their conversation here makes it clear that they're kind of friends. Like, yes. Well, didn't they say a long time ago that? Uh, when they brought when Ayame brought the photos of the wedding mm-hmm. to the beach house that he got them from Mayuko. Yeah. So we know that I mean and we saw her in the background of the main house and stuff too, so I'm pretty sure this is the same yeah. Mayuko if it hasn't been stated mm-hmm. explicitly Yeah, already. it's like I think we we yeah, we knew they were like in contact because we yes. had the whole flashback with the when she was quote unquote dating Shigure. Right. But um yeah, I think this makes it clear that they're like, you know, still kind of they seem to get along still. Like, yes. And, in are in contact with each other. Oh, yeah, that's right. We already had that, that episode, the Tori yeah. Michael one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I like how she talks to Tori on the phone after, too. That's the stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you see Ayami's phone, and it's, like, it's an extremely long text that yes. he's sending. Yes, there was a little translation to part of the text, too. I didn't include it, but it was hilarious. I like how he starts to type it. He's like, my dearest Tori-san, or something like that. Like, when he's... Yeah. <laughs> right before they start their conversation it's really funny it's like don't yeah. marry and it also looks like there's like another really long text that he's already sent and has gotten no reply <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure that's the norm yeah and Tori just looks at it and it's like uh he's <laughs> like oh, i'll read this later yeah <laughs> but yeah at the end of the episode then she's there talking to tori too which is hilarious <laughs> 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 It's cute, though. They have the little separate conversation uh, Maiko and Ayame do about... Ayame talks about their mother and how she's, you know, kind of mean and how she... His failures have caused her to put her hopes of whatever she it is that she wants onto Yuki. Mm-hmm. And Maiko's like, well, but he said you're reliable. And we have this, like, great, like, smile from Ayame. Mm-hmm. And, like, it clearly means a lot to him that Yuki yeah. does care about him and recognizes his, um, you know, his efforts and be a good brother and stuff yeah yeah that's always been one of my favorite panels in the manga is like when he that just that like obviously just delighted smile mm-hmm. <laughs> it clearly means a lot to him yeah because it's like almost like a like it's like a genuinely happy smile not like his normal like bombastic smile it's like <laughs> like he just kind of like puts his head down and smiles it's cute mm-hmm. yeah it's almost like satisfied like all the like connection that he's been trying to make has meant something you know yeah because mm-hmm. i think he was kind of unsure for a while there's these episodes like things that he said before where he's like he seems kind of like frustrated like as if they're not getting along like when yuki went mm-hmm. to visit him before um, yeah. at a shop and stuff 
And it's not really about that. It's just that they need to learn how to, they need to learn more about each other and get closer, right? So. Yeah. He's good. Good brother, Ayame. <laughs> Best brother, <Yeah>. question mark. <laughs> There's not that many to compare to, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a better brother than most of the parents are parents, so. <laughs> He's basically a substitute parent for Yuki, so. Yeah. <laughs> At this point. So I came to the parent-teacher conference. Yeah, to confer about his child, <laughs> Yuki. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And then, so after the parent-teacher conference, after he goes and talks, after he goes and talks to his mother, then he sees Toru, who's been waiting in the hallway, um, and mm-hmm. looking concernedly at him. But then, before he can go and talk to her, now from the student council comes up and like sweeps him away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we get that he says like, um, I think it's just translated to "see you later" or whatever. But he says so like, "I'm going," and Toru's like, "I'll basically like I'll be waiting for you to return mm-hmm. home, right?" Like, it's, yeah, that's what they say. It was very sweet. And she had his, like, mm-hmm. ribbon. That is the ribbon that he she he gave her, right? Yeah. Yeah. The lacy one from the mm-hmm. from the hot spring trip and back in, way back in season one. Yeah. So, it's a nice little callback. It's cute. And she is holding it through, like, the rest of the scene and kind mm-hmm. of, like, clasping it in her hands, which is nice. Yeah. There's also some nice, um, like, visual language going on there, too, with, mm-hmm. like, the whole scene, like, since... Yuki's mom arrived has been like in the rain and yes. gray and kind of washed out and then like like as he turns and sees Toru like the sun starts shining through the windows again mm-hmm. and like the colors come back to yeah like kind of their normal saturation yes yeah you know on the nose but yes. it works <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh there's the sun yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> of course but yeah it's still nice and I kind of I remember that it was raining in the in the manga too i don't remember mm-hmm. the like sun came out at the end but i guess probably yeah it's raining and they show like yuki's mom like looking up at the sky without having her umbrella up mm-hmm. which like implies that it has stopped raining yeah but... it was similar to this yeah. they had the similar mm-hmm. pa- like a mm-hmm. scene in the anime yeah. too mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah they just used the you know medium of animation to <laughs> make it, make, a make it sunny <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes yeah it's nice mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I like that and also like at the end where she's narrating there's like uh where Tora's narrating there's she's kind of like like overlaid over the sky so you mm-hmm. get that little effect as well which i think is nice yeah yeah and then of course yes after the credits <laughs> there's the scene in the council room where ayame and uh baby ayame the yeah. Yame Kaku get to meet for the first time, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love how Kimi's standing there with her, like, sparkly... Yeah. <laughs> sparkling and staring at him. It was really funny. And now it's, like, incensed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, like make this stop. Done. Yes. <laughs> yes. And we already talked about Machi just, like, <laughs> noping out. Yeah. Wonderful, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like she doesn't even pause. She comes in and immediately slides That's back out. <laughs> I would too. <laughs> yeah. It's like, not my scene. Nope. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, the scene would then with Mayuko on the roof, and that's the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was prepared to be outraged that they cut the, <laughs> they cut that scene. So it's just like I was prepared to be outraged that they didn't have the Ayame, I mean, Ayame, Mayuko and Tori episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So far, I'm not. There's nothing that's been done that disappointed me in this anime at all for the last mm-hmm. like season and a half, so or season and three quarters ish, mm-hmm. season and sixty percent of this season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been good. They tend to include everything, so mm-hmm. even add stuff sometimes. Yeah, it's good. They'll be able to have the Ayame and Kakiru connection 
Yes. Going forward. <laughs> you gotta have the commander. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, the overarching commander. If Yuki's president, <laughs> then he's commander. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Is there any other things that you want to talk about that aren't spoilery? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Next time we'll talk about episode 16, which is called Ask Him For Me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I already know what it's about, so I'm excited. Yeah. But it's fine. We'll talk about it in spoilers. <laughs> Alright, thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello. We're back to talk about Bye. spoilers. <laughs> Did you miss me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's been so long. I think I took a breath. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's been uh, approximately three seconds. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, <laughs> spoilers. Spoilers. Yes. Spoilers. <laughs> well, what I wrote... Oh, I wrote Ayame making. I wonder making what? <laughs> I wonder what that's supposed to mean. That's fine. Maybe costumes if they do the play. Oh, that's not what I meant, but yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> I think it was just like Ayame making friends with Kakeru, probably. <laughs> which is wonderful. Yeah. I think we talked in the anime about how, they, I mean, in the manga discussion about how they would have like long email chains, chains together. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I still like to headcanon that. That's true. Yeah. I do enjoy that that like remains like a thing. Like it doesn't come up very often, but. Yeah, it's just in the back. They're, they're acquainted and know each other from, <laughs> from then on. Because Yuki and Kakeru have to become BFFs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Ayame, it's like implied that he's getting the inside scoop on the regular since he's also friends with Mayuko and stuff. Mm -hmm. and they, he, she told him about the parent-teacher conference and stuff, so I guess she knows yeah. a bit about their families. I guess that's not spoilery, but you know, whatever. Related. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, because she was like, obviously, like the fact that she's like, she's like, oh, I didn't think you'd make it since we changed the date. Like, she's obviously mm -hmm. expecting him to show up at yes. the original one, so. Yes. <laughs> I like how they have a scheme. Because, mm -hmm. like, Yuki was, like... <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Originally, Yuki was, like... Um, like, oh, it's... He, Ayame volunteered to do it to Yuki, and Yuki was, like, no. But... Yeah. yeah. Anyway. But, yeah, there's... I guess for spoilers, there's, again, more student council stuff to come. Always. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> and they're his friends. They're gonna be his friends that help mm -hmm. him grow. That's why they said goodbye. Yeah. Cute. He's leaving the nest. <laughs> Like Haru said, yes. Yes. <laughs> there are other scenes with Yuki and his mom, I think, in the future, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she starts to kind of try. Yeah. Like, she definitely like, tries to not be an asshole. I, yeah. But I don't think she... I don't know. You know. She definitely doesn't put in the uh, the dedication that Ayame does. No. <laughs> but, uh... Well, most people don't. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we see, like, she does seem to be, like, yeah, at least trying not to be a huge humongous asshole mm -hmm. to her child in the future <laughs> yes <laughs> humongous asshole <laughs> yeah i think like one of the main ones we see later is when he like gets the like permission slip for the phone right yes that's right and she's just like this is all you needed and then like tells him like not to use it wastefully or yes. whatever and he kind of laughs at her saying such a like classic mother thing. thing to do yeah yeah i thought it was interesting <laughs> that ayame implies he says like you're not you're treating something like precious you're like whatever he he describes like basically their relationship as precious and it's sort of implied to me at least that it's that she 
or like what we've seen or the way that Yuki perceives the situation is that that she just like sold him off into the family and ignored him which is true Mm -hmm. but like I think what Ayame is saying I guess is that it implies that maybe she still cares about Yuki like I think the feeling that we get from the from the manga is that she it seems like she doesn't really care but it seems maybe what he's kind of implying is that she's trying to get him in a good situation in life and she thinks that that's the right thing to do even though at Yuki like she's blatantly ignored everything that Yuki said like I don't know mm-hmm. it's a little bit convoluted but yeah the way it's translated here just made me think about it a little bit differently this time I guess is what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. yeah I feel like he may be saying that like like it should be should precious be. to you like Maybe, yeah yeah that's true it's like this like this is like the relationship with your you know son it should it should be (laughs) it should be something precious to you and you're trampling all over it instead of like trying to fix things using it Mm -hmm. but she's like so what if you're a tool like um i don't know yeah and then she says something about ayame like i don't need a ayame is already like you know like a fool i don't need you to be like this too Mm -hmm. like i don't know yeah it's obviously not the right decision but it seems like she has a some kind of good motivation for it like i don't mm-hmm. know yeah it feels like like i feel like she's like one of the kind of people who like likes the idea of having children yeah. and raising them up to be good people and everything but has a very specific idea of what people they should be and yes. doesn't know how to handle it when they're not those people yeah <laughs> i feel like what we had seen we had said before and talked about before is that it seemed like she was selling she was like kind of giving yuki away for her benefit and, like, I don't know if that's what comes across in the anime, which I think is interesting. It seems like mm-hmm. she was, what it seems like is that she feels like she was doing it for his benefit and just pushed all the other things aside, like, as if, like, his status was the most important thing rather than mm-hmm. anything else. Yeah, I could see her, like, convincing herself of that. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. It's like, even if, like, like it was mostly for, like, her own status or whatever, she could mm-hmm. be like, oh, but it's good for, it's good for Yuki. Yuki to be you know, favored by the head of the household and all this stuff, so. Yeah, totally true. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it doesn't change what she did, but yeah. the mm-hmm. implication might be, I feel like you could interpret the what's implied a little bit differently in the anime. That's just mm-hmm. sort of how I saw it this time, but they do seem to have, like, she seems to have a, you know, high status in the family herself because of it, so mm-hmm. we still get that. That still comes through. Yeah, I was trying to think of more spoilers, but the first thing that came to mind was like Kano living with Shisho after graduation. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is technically a spoiler, <laughs> which is funny. Yeah, it's like well, she yeah, she does uh, work as his cook, so that's kind of a <laughs> training to be a <laughs> that's housewife. <why>. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Yes, <laughs> I'm also like yeah. I was reading that and I was like, can you train to be a housewife? Like, does that? Yeah mean something like i don't know housewife classes yeah you know like finishing school or whatever yeah <laughs> uh, uh one thing i thought of with the another like this particular translation of the line mm-hmm. it's like um i think in the manga mayu said something like to shigure about like like you don't even like oh yeah treat the people you seem to like as like talk about you, yeah. people or whatever um but how she specifically says, like, like I bet you're not even kind to the people you love or to the person mm-hmm. you love or whatever, which is interesting in light of uh, all the Shigeru Akito stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> where, like, the whole thing he says is, like, if where the whole thing he says about, like, if she wants someone kind, she can go somewhere else, yeah. basically. <laughs> yep. 
couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we didn't talk about that in the non-spoilers. That's okay. They don't know. The non-spoiler people don't know yet. <laughs> they don't know yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it just came off as like a you know condemnation of shigure shigureness. Yeah. Well. <laughs> if you don't know anything. Yes. About the Aikido stuff yet. That's so. true. And and you don't. Which it is, but it's yeah. Like, yeah. It's both, right? <laughs> it's yeah. Condemnation and accurate. Yes. Yeah, so it's. Like, mm-hmm. it's I mean, also, like, she's, Maiko's speaking from the perspective of, like, the way that he treated her when they were dating, too, where he was, like, yeah. super cold. So, like, maybe she just thinks that he treats everybody like that, which he mm-hmm. kind of does. Um, yeah. <laughs> actually, not necessarily Aikido, mm-hmm. but, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of interesting, I think, having the chapters together, mm-hmm. like, this made me think of it for the first time, but how, like, we get, like, some of, like, Shigeru's, like, like, hints at Shigeru's, like, worst Shigeru-ness mm-hmm. in uh, that scene. But we also have some of his, like, kinder moments, mm-hmm. like, in this scene and referenced in these episodes with the, you know, uh, Tor remembering his whole, like, you know, eat someone with mm-hmm. your friends bit. And mm-hmm. also the fact that, you know, he helped to make sure that Ayame would show up for Yuki's yes. uh, conference because he gave him the, the new date. Yes. Yes. And I think, mm-hmm. like, even though he... You know, even though he was, like, he, he, I don't think that his actual motivation was going to, like, sass Mayuko. I think that his mm-hmm. motivation was to, like, probably not have Toru have to deal with her shitty family. But, like, mm-hmm. so I, I feel like it was probably, you know, like, me 50% of one, 50% the other or something. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I think he did, yeah. he did want to make it not necessarily have her not, uh, not have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah it's like i think he's being honest when he says like like for me i'm handling her with a lot of care like yeah. i think <laughs> like as far as shigure goes he yeah. does try to be pretty kind to toru yeah i think he tries to be kind to yuki and kyo too mm-hmm. i mean obviously he like you said he called yuki's parents so or he yeah. called yuki, he called mm-hmm. ayame instead of yuki's parents and stuff and he asked if he, mm-hmm. he knows about their relationship so he did something about it so mm-hmm. he was doing the minimal thing that a nice person would do yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> But then still took an opportunity to tease Mayuko, which is great. Yeah. Well, what's life if you can't <laughs> torment your exes? <laughs> when the opportunity arises. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or just torment anyone who's who you have yeah. a close relationship with. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I do kind of appreciate the motivation that's like, this is a nice thing to do. Also, it'd be really fucking funny. funny. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't disagree. See, guys, I can like Shigure, okay? <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> but yeah it's it is good mm-hmm. and then they all have so men together yes <laughs> yeah i like how they do take the time like i like takaya took the time to have uo be like you know that guy is sketchy you don't like trust him and toru's like why yeah. and they're like well okay it's like yeah. <laughs> they're like they're like maybe she's like so nice and innocent it'll at least make him feel guilty <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> which it does yes. kind of <laughs> a little bit later he's like oh yeah yeah i kind of felt bad for like getting you involved in all this shit but you know whatever mm-hmm. gotta do my own thing it's <laughs> like in for a penny in for a pound yes <laughs> <laughs> i do the look on his face when akito says that she's tapped Kareno is like oh shit like i wasn't expecting that <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> at least that's how mm-hmm. i chose to interpret it yeah <laughs> He's like, things have gone off the rails. Like, oh, responsibility for this one. Like, yeah. It's <laughs> like, did I do that? Yeah. Oops. Okay. Any other, <laughs> any other spoilery things you want to talk about? Uh, I'm like for this episode. Okay. 
Next, yeah. Oh, yeah, next time it's called Ask Him For Me, which is Momo asking about Momishi. Yeah. Let's all cry <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be the true Toru's Mission Impossible. I'm so excited. <laughs> break into the main house. When I saw that, everybody was like, oh, Momishi. And I'm like, ooh, Toru's going to sneak into the main house, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm excited for the Momiji and Momo stuff. That's another one of my favorite bits. So. Let's hear, we get to hear Momichi play violin for the first time. Yeah. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. I just say that because I relate with all my weird musical instruments <laughs> that I play. Yeah. So. Didn't we... Is he playing the violin in the opening credit now? Oh. Uh, I thought I, uh, I thought I remembered seeing that, but I could be totally wrong. I don't know. Let me check. We have the power <laughs> of the internet. Yeah. I'm watching it. It's Shigure and Ayame. There's Haru and Momiji at school and Rin in the fields, which is where she always is because she never goes home. She just turns into a horse and sleeps <laughs> in a barn. <laughs> the farmer comes out and is like, oh, I didn't realize I had a horse like this. Yeah. <laughs> or you know what? It might have been something from the trailer yeah, that I'm thinking of. It's not, it's not in this. Let me see if it's in the end. I don't remember what Momiji's thing was. I don't think it's in the end, but... Yeah, I think I I think I was thinking of something from the trailer for the second half. You can see Rin's scar very prominently in the end credits too. Mm-hmm. Oh, Momiji's holding a bowl, not holding a violin. Okay, maybe it wasn't the yeah. trailer. Don't yeah, I think that. that's what I was thinking of. Because I was like, oh, <laughs> ooh, yay! <laughs> maybe he'll play. Well, w- w- I don't know. Maybe they'll play Wish Upon a Star. Imagine yeah. <laughs> getting the rights to pay that or to play that. <laughs> it's like, what public domain song will you play? Yeah. <laughs> Insert name here, Tori says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what public domain song would you like me to play for you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of public domain classical music, so, you know. Yeah. There's some gag in a TV show. I can't remember which one, but like, they're like, let's sing our public domain birthday song <laughs> for he's a jolly good fellow. <laughs> <laughs> all right any other things you want to say about this episode or and or next episode i'm excited <laughs> and or the public domain oh they're gonna find they're gonna introduce ren too that means hopefully because oh like, yeah ooh. creepy ren bit yeah that'll be exciting well i think it's extra creepy when rin is sneaking around it's mm-hmm. not because like she just talks yeah. to Kareno, so mm-hmm. she's a little creepy with like her like Reaching her hands out. <laughs> From the darkness within. Yeah. The main house, yes. And her voice that sounds like a keto. Mm-mm. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, it should be an exciting episode. Mm-hmm. Lots of good stuff. Mm-hmm. Think of all the spoilers we can spoil. So good. No. <laughs> <laughs> Man, and then Sword of Cinderella is going to come up soon. <laughs> oh, you're cute. <laughs> Sorry, he's like sitting on my hand all hunkered down. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> He's famous. All the people want to know about him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, here's an interview with Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> and they will in our next episode, which comes out on Wednesday. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> okay. Any other things you want to say for this time? No. Okay, good. Next time we'll talk about episode 16. I'm sure it will be sad. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Crano's in it, so it's sad too, right? <laughs> yeah. It's always sad. He's always sad. <laughs> Even in the credits, he's sad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.